It's time for the November 2nd, 2012 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And, and that's Mahler. Mahler and uh, by the way, when Mahler. you when you go out on the on the porch there and you start yeah. playing, Woo. I love to watch him come bounding over that. Oh, yeah, over that hill. He comes running, bounding, you know, right over the top of that hill. Running, so, bounding. Yeah, right as he hears that guitar fire up, it's just exciting. He's it a gets great me guy. going every day. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny about him mm. <laughs> is he tripped over our, our backyard cable there. I don't know if you oh, heard no, that. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's the whole feed to the show out here in the backyard. <sighs> right, and, right, And he's so excited because he's got yams growing back there. Does he? Yeah. He's got yams. So, I, yeah, I'm not... That's qu- a root, uh, isn't that? It's, a, it's considered uh, yeah. a root. It's that orangey yeah, kind of yeah. sweet potato-ish yeah. yammy thing. Well, the reason I bring that up is he likes to dig. A that tuber. Makes it, it's a tuber, yes. Yeah. yeah. He loves to dig, so I can see where he would be enamored with the... Uh, a, uh-huh. a root. Yeah, he's planted uh, some yams back there. Excellent. Well, I'm sure they're going to be knows? just in Who time for the holiday season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, he's going to have some yam pie. Never I don't had. know. I don't know if that's going to work out very well, but I've never had yam pie. <laughs> no, me neither. And I've I never mean, had anything prepared it's by Mahler. Like a pumpkin pie. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I've, I've never. I'm frankly, I'm a little yeah. concerned about he, what he might consider to be His an ingredient. Methods, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. He may. There may be things in it that he likes. Uh huh. <laughs> That I might not necessarily think are quite as appealing. Uh, researchers are warning that global, that rising global temperatures, and we will talk more about how that may affect other parts of the uh, climate. Yes. Yeah. But ra- rising global temperatures could see a shift in the world's traditional food staples and who grows them. Hmm. They predict that maize, you know, the corn stuff, wheat, yeah, and rice production will decrease in many developing countries forcing farmers to replace them with crops more resistant to heat, drought, and flooding. Hmm. Maize, wheat, and rice are the types of crops that are used to pro- in processed foods like animal feed and, and all that. And uh, they're, they're suggesting, these researchers, mm-hmm. that we plant uh, food that feed people more effectively and are more sensitive to environmental conditions. Uh, so the production of maize, yes. wheat... And rice will will decrease in many countries, and uh, it would put pressure on the uh, on everybody. Yeah, really, because we're we're facing a global food security crisis. Yeah. Meanwhile, those crops don't survive very well in a heated up planet. But the crops that the scientists suggest could that could fill this gap. Yeah. Include. Yams, yams, yeah. Oh, well. Which I, which I think is one reason that our little doggy Mahler, yeah, yams. yeah, he's, he loves his yams. He's a very forward-thinking animal. Uh-huh. I, I really always Mahler. give him credit, yeah, yeah. for that. Yeah, right. which, uh, which is versatile. The yam is versatile. Yeah, <laughs> starchy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Millet. Yes. Yeah. It's a cereal crop with a short growing season, favored in developing countries, mm-hmm. like KUCI, for example. And lentils, too, are also a favorite. Love lentils. Love lentils. I you got to love lentils. Truly love lentils. Yeah. So that's yeah. good news. For but, the, but researchers say that uh, these could even be affected by global warming, too. Everything. Nevertheless, yeah. well, everything's being affected. Yeah, yeah we're going to talk about I think we're going to talk about this. In we relation, will talk about okay, that. In relation to Sandy, right? Sandy Dennis? Sandy Dennis. Loved. Yeah. She's a great actress. Uh-huh. Underrated, but great actress. 
South Africa's ruling African National Conference, that's the political movement that fought uh, apartheid and was led by Nelson Mandela, mm-hmm. they backed the Palestinian-led campaign of boycott, divestment, and sanctions against Israel at, mm-hmm. its, at their annual conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, during uh, the debate, which was there, uh, the uh, ANC chairperson, mm-hmm. Balaka Mbete, mm-hmm said that she had been to Palestine herself and that the Israeli regime is not only comparable, but far worse than apartheid South Africa. Far worse. Wow, that's some fighting words there. Yeah, which I'll just piggyback on that one. Yeah, the top top U.N. investigator on Palestinian human rights is calling for a boycott of all companies linked to the settlements in the occupied West Bank. Yep. Richard Falk, who's the special rapporteur on yeah. human rights uh, in the Palestinian territory, said the firms include Hewlett-Packard, Motorola, Volvo, and Caterpillar. And uh, just... Re- what are those again? Caterpillar. I, you know, I don't buy anything from Caterpillar. Right. But I Volvo. Know. Volvo. Motorola. Motorola. Huh. Which is all the chips used to be all the, the Apple. Chips. All the Apple chips used to be Motorola. Yeah, Cox Cable has a lot of uh, Motorola... You know, uh, what a, you know the cable boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just and and Hewlett Packard, no Hewlett-Packard. problem there. I, I don't buy anything from Hewlett Packard. Well, printers. You might have buy a printer. Yeah. No. For for anyone who yeah. does, I think so. To consider that, that's just one of four among other com- companies. I'm sure. But yeah. uh, there is a growing feeling around the world, and as evidenced by the South African um, uh, initiative, and and this one as well, the UN. R- investigator is calling for a boycott. That's pretty yeah. serious. Um, so. I'll say. A top official at the Bank of England has been quoted heaping unlikely praise on the Occupy movement. You remember the Occupy movement? Oh, yeah, movement yeah, I saw that, yes. For challenging yes. the financial system over the past year. At a recent event in London, Andrew Haldane, the bank's executive director of financial stability, said the call by the Occupy movement to stop financial sector greed and excess has been loud and persuasive on policymakers leading to a reformation, a reformation of finance mm. that Occupy has helped stir. Right. Yeah, I think he might be kind of well, playing it a little bit. A little, here. because yeah. there hasn't exactly been this sea change in the way they do business. No. But he did say that Occupy was right. Yeah. Which is, eh, yeah. I mean, that's saying something. Yeah, it is. What do you expect yeah. anyway? Yeah, yeah. What can you expect? I don't know. Should we move to Syria? Shall we? A new video appears to show Syrian rebels killing a group of captured soldiers, spraying them with bullets as they lay on the ground. Oh. These are Syrian rebels. Yeah. Human right, the ones that are doing the killing. Mm-hmm. Human rights groups warn that the gunmen may have committed a war crime. Yeah, I don't know, warned. They, they said they may they have committed. They did, yeah. yes. The video raises concerns over the rebels just ahead of a major conference this week in Qatar at which the United States is trying to unify the opposition, meaning the rebels, under a new leadership. <sighs> yeah. So this is problematic, to say the least. Yeah. This is a big step for the U.S. to be yeah. doing this. In, in the same way that when the U.S. decided to become kind of the lead on Libya, it was yeah. very much the same. There was a lot of trepidation. There still is a lot of trepidation surrounding Syria just because of the ramifications of that, for that region of a protracted war. Yeah. Uh, and um, I don't know if we'll see. We'll see how yeah. it goes. Now, the the rebels are frac- yeah. fractured. It's not a unified group by any no. by any 
This isn't as simple as the bad guys versus the good guys, right? I mean, it's not that simple. It never is, but certainly in this case. But we, the U.S., have smuggled opposition members out of Syria. In other words, we've smuggled some of the rebels out of Syria to attend meetings, and we've recommended names of people within those meetings who should be included in the new proposed coalition. So uh, a war crime by people, at least in spirit, in some way, representing the rebels. Right. Is, is bad. Not good. Now, and, and just keep in mind, uh, we reported uh, a couple of weeks ago that the U.S. has dropped in 150, at their, by their count, 150 special forces people into Jordan yeah. to monitor the situation, which is really just uh, the tip of what will be eventually, I'm sure, more and more U.S. personnel in that region uh, as a support, hopefully, or not hopefully, generally as a support organization. But nonetheless, it does represent an escalation in our involvement. Yep. A Pakistani couple killed their teenage daughter by pouring acid on her face and body after they caught her talking to a boy. (sighs) The parents of the 16-year-old confessed to police that they attacked their daughter after she spoke to a boy outside their house. There were third-degree burns on her scalp. Face, eyes, nostrils, both arms, chest, foot, and lower parts of her legs. Even her scalp bone was exposed because of it. The mother initially told the hospital their daughter had tried to commit suicide, so she threw acid in her face, which isn't exactly... I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Police have arrested the parents, and and this is just a way of saying that almost a 1,000 women lost their lives last year in so-called honor killings. That's what this is in the... uh, in Pakistan. Is this Pakistan? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Activists say that number of 1,000 women is actually much, much higher. Those are just the reported cases of honor killings. That's, uh, hey, that's yeah, barbaric. Well, yeah, to what say do, the least. What do I say? I mean, what does anyone yeah. say about, about a yeah. news story like that? British scientists have created a machine that can detect terrorist attempts to smuggle nuclear material through ports and airports, even if it has been shielded from giving off radiation. So they've developed it. That's the big breakthrough there. If it's been shielded, we can still detect it. Well, that's how we got Mahler. Don't you remember how we got Mahler? Was, uh, he didn't do so well uh, at, at, those, at the airports. He wasn't doing very well. Well, they found out that he... He was trying to smuggle in radioactive no, material? No, no, that he, w- he was... Oh, he, he was, was trying to sniff out. He was supposed to sniff oh, out. Oh, I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, then yeah. he got caught. Well, it's, it's... He got caught smuggling out a couple of bags of weed. And, weed? Yeah, and so they, they just got... They said... Well, I don't think he, he was smuggling them. You don't think... Well, no. they, they found him in his rectum. I mean, so... Uh, I don't know if he well, put him there. He didn't... He I don't know if he put him there, but... He, he yeah, doesn't maybe have he lips, did. so he can't smoke. You know, uh, that was the only well, the, way. I, he was trying to figure out a way to ingest it, I think. That's, and he just, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, so, yeah. <sighs> Mahler, Mahler, Mahler. I wonder what he's playing out in the, with the yams right now. <laughs> he loves yams. What a guy. Apparently. Yep. Uh, prototypes of these machines. Mm-hmm. The uh, Mahler machines, as we're calling them mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Developed using a, a technique first established by experiments using the Large Hadron Collider. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's how they started this off. So nice. you're wondering what, what use is that? Mm-hmm. What use is that collider? Here's one. And remember, as you recall, I mean, Mahler's behind all this stuff. <laughs> he was building that uh, collider in back here at, in right. our backyard not right. too long ago. So who knows? Maybe, maybe he, he's developing a, uh, a nuclear material sensor. Well... Disguised as a yam. He disguised, well, and keep in mind, just a few weeks ago, he was building an ark. 
How prescient was that? <laughs> what a guy. He just, he's amazing. Here's your pussy riot update Thank in you. case he needed one. Thank you. Oh, yeah, that'll wake him up. See? Yeah. He likes to talk kitties. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Two members of the Russian band Pussy Riot still behind bars have reportedly been sent to notoriously harsh prison camps to finish out their two-year terms. <laughs> According to supporters Nadia Tolokonikova and Maria Alyokina are being placed in penal colonies known for having the worst conditions of all the possible facilities where they could have been jailed. The prison is said to have insufficient medical supplies and no hot water despite sub-zero temperatures. How is it that everyone knows that and it still persists as that? What? That everyone in, apparently in, the Russian, in Russia knows this is the worst place to go. They don't have enough supplies and facilities. How is it that it's still that way? What do you mean? There's well, plenty of places that are worse here in the United States that we know remain about. We, and we know about the that. worst. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It just seems. What are they supposed to do? Well, like go I, I up mean, there with it, a water heater. Well, if they're literally, they don't have enough stuff to take care of the people that are in there. Well, I think there might be a little bit of an intentional. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what I guess I'm driving at is yeah. maybe they just did that for a yeah reason. Okay. Probably. Uh, well, do you have any more international news, Mike? Well, let's see there, Nathan Callahan. Let me look. Let's talk the, international stuff. Uh, let's see. No, the usual nah, stuff. Continue. No. Insider attacks continue. So-called insider attacks continue in Afghanistan. Um, well, what do you mean, so-called? What are you suggesting? Mike? Well, I mean that's what we're referring to them as. Where uh, this week, an, uh, a man dressed as a, in an Afghan police uniform went in and shot and, and uh, killed two NATO coalition um, uh, soldiers. That brings to more than fifty international troops just this year that have been killed by Afghans oh, posing as military or police. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, a suicide attack in Afghanistan that killed forty worshippers. This way, was an insider. This that was, was just and some that's a crazed guy yeah. showing up. With yeah, a, just I mean, just you know, we're, as we wind down from Afghanistan, let's keep in mind that this isn't going to end well. I give credit to Barack Obama for getting us out of Afghanistan, but expectations for this to be a th- a a, com- a country that will do well um, moving forward is, I think, a bit of a fantasy. I hope they do, but I don't think they will. They just have to be a pipeline. That's all they do. Really, yeah, they don't need they to sign the contract. Cares about the people exactly. There. Sign right. the contract, get it over with, be done with it. Thank you. <sighs> That's it. That's all I got. Surely I jest. No, you don't. I don't. You, you mean I was serious? You there? speak the truth. Unfortunately. Right. Uh oh. You know what time Uh-oh. it is. No. <laughs> He's here. <laughs> Father, what are you saying to me, boy? What is that word you're saying? Is that? Drones? Are you saying drones? Is that what it is? Drones? Good boy. Yeah, it's time for drones in the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good boy. Yeah, yeah, tell us. What else? Yeah. yeah. There he is. There wow. he is. Was there some kind of medical procedure going on then? That sounded bad. That sounded like something well, he happened was, to he him. He was inhaling. Oh, wow. He's got that yam in his throat. Okay, maybe that's what it was. That didn't sound good. Good boy, Mahler. 
The Electronic Frontier Foundation said it was has sued the U.S. Department of Homeland Security to obtain details about predator drones on loan to domestic police departments. Oh, yes. Good one. The uh, DHS, that mm-hmm. would be the Department of Homeland Security, of course. failed to respond to a Freedom of Information Act request for the information. A DHS division uses unmanned drones in the United States to patrol borders, but reports indicate that missions are being flown on behalf of local and federal law enforcement agencies. Yep. So that's what's going on there. Okay. We're getting All right, we're getting there. We're trying to uh, put pressure on these drone users, at least to account for what the hell they're doing. Exactly. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, good. Here we are. Here in the United States. Here in the United States. Not so much overseas, but we are. We know what they're doing. We really don't care over there. They're blowing up things. Yeah. Speaking of blowing up things, thousands of people marched in Yemen to protest a U.S. drone attack to kill four people. The Yemeni government says three of the dead were alleged militants. Of course. Alleged, they they alleged. said yeah. that they were alleged. Somebody militants. said, yeah. But, they, yeah. Yeah, but their identities have not been disclosed. Just another yeah. case of the U.S. bringing a people together. Yeah. Uh, also in drones in the news, a leading Pakistani politician and campaigner against U.S. drone attacks was detained in questions over his political views while trying to enter the United States. Good. Imran Khan said he was taken off a flight from Toronto to New York City and interrogated by U.S. agents about his public opposition to drones. Announcing the episode after his questioning, Khan tweeted, My stance is known. Drone attacks must stop. Earlier this month, Khan led a march of thousands of people in Pakistan to rally against the drones. Well, they were just checking them out. Yeah, just asking some questions. Coke or Pepsi? You got a drone there? Who's your favorite football team? Also in Drones in the News. Mm-hmm. Four years after discovering that militants were tapping into drone video feeds, the U.S. military still, it still hasn't secured the transmissions of more than half of its fleet of Predator and Reaper drones. In other words, we can, if you want to, you can tap into their video feeds. Oh. And thereby figuring out where the hell they are. Wow. The majority of the aircraft still broadcast their classified video streams in the clear without encryption, with a minimal amount of equipment and know-how, militants can see what America's drones see. Wow. Yeah. For example, Shiite fighters in Iraq use software programs such as SkyGrabber, which are available on the Internet for twenty five ninety five. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. So for about 26 bucks, you can uh, break in to the uh, system and catch the feed off the drone, yeah. figure out where they are, what they're looking at, and if they're coming near, load up your rocket. Wouldn't you think that the U.S. government has probably figured out a way to monitor who's downloading SkyGrabber? Maybe. Well, I, I imagine they might be doing that right now. Y- yeah. And it's not just, so remember, t- you know how software works. You know, you grab it once. Yeah. You grab it once, that's it. Yeah. Make some copies. Give them to your militant friends. Yeah, give it to your militant friends. Yeah, that's true. Wow. That's interesting. Uh, Also, you had something else to add? No, well, just, just, well, keep going. Um, Also in Drones in the News, the Washington Post reported a March 2011 incident in which a Predator drone started its own engine despite its ignition being turned off and its fuel line closed. Oh, (laughs) It figured out how to do this. I guess we have these things programmed well enough that they can just do this when they're shut down. 
And this one, uh, according to uh, one Air Force squadron commander who testified when they were being uh, investigated, he said, I think, I still think the software is not good. Apparently not. Well, I mean, yeah. it'd be one thing. It turns itself on. And another thing, if it started flying and shooting at things, that would be, I think. A, yeah, I mean, a, if it can do, if you literally turn itself on when it's been shut down and its fuel supply has been shut off, yeah. you would think that maybe it could do other things when That's, it was in the air loaded wow. up with a weapon that might not end up quite as happy as just starting itself. Yeah, my my little, this is a small story, but uh, 17 people were arrested here in the United States at Hancock Airfield National Guard Base near Syracuse, New York. The members of the Upstate Coalition to Ground the Drones and End Wars uh, were blockading the base, and 17 of them were arrested. It's a little, there's begin, I don't know if there's much opposition to drones here in the United States, but there are people who do get out and protest yep. the use of them. They just need a, a, a you know, a snappy slogan yeah, or, or, you know. A better. You know, something like bone the drone. You know what I mean? See, there, that's C right there. I like that. Yeah, you that's like a bone good the one. Drone? Bone the drone. Yeah, yeah. And and we could be the bone droners or the <laughs> drone boners. Sorry. <laughs> I think we should just stop right yeah, now. Right there. Right there. Because well, I don't, I don't worry think about we're it, veering into territory. There is there is bones that are good. Yes, there yeah. are. Yes, exactly. There are good bones and, and bad bones and boners. Shall we go uh, domestic? Yes, I think we should. I think we're at that point in the show yeah. where we should start talking. Now, we are going to talk about politics because oh, this, is, this will be the last time we'll be able to talk about the upcoming election. And Next week, we'll be talking about the newly elected president or the intense Supreme Court battle that's taking place <laughs> trying to decide how the Electoral College is going to work. Right. We yeah. could be. Yes, that's right. So the, the <sighs> Supreme Court, when the Electoral College is tied, how about uh-huh. that? Yeah. Although I, there is one thing I, I haven't heard anyone talk about. There is it. a possibility. I'm just going to interject. Yeah. If it is tied, we could have, say, President Romney and Vice President Biden. Oh. Yeah. That's, that's a, you know, not a very big possibility, but there is that possibility. Is that right? Yes, sir. Well, do you want to explain that, or is that just a quirk in, this, in the law that the president is... Yeah, you don't necessarily have to make, match them. Ah, there okay. can be, yeah, interesting. Yeah, there, well, there can be. Uh, I, I think it has to do with which house is uh, nominating who. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, or, or electing who. Um, that's right, because I don't c- know which house does which. It could and don't go try. No, it, it does go to the House of Representatives eventually, yeah. if there's uh-huh. you know sort of. So but, I kind of like you know the how of, politicians work. You know, yeah. they, they want a little of this and a little of that, right. and they right. yeah. It, it, the way that uh, it's kind of like the NFL playoff rules, you know, yeah. if they're same same record, then they go interdivision, you know, and then they go to who's got better um, cheerleaders. You know, there's a whole list of things. And before you know it, before you know it, you've got President Romney and, and Vice President Biden. Uh-huh. But um, there is a quirk in uh, that there's a few states, a couple of states in which it's not a winner take all for the uh, electoral uh, vote. And in Nebraska. And this happened in the last election. Barack Obama picked up one electoral vote in Nebraska based on a, the congressional the winning a congressional district, yeah. which he did. Mm-hmm. So he got one vote in Nebraska. And I'm saying, if it were if it's as close as it could be, Nebraska's fifth congressional district could be the the thing that makes Barack Obama president of the United. It could come down literally to that. So keep uh, keep a watch. Speaking of the Supreme Court, 
Yes. The U.S. Supreme Court declined an invitation to examine whether the Oklahoma Supreme Court acted correctly when it struck down a proposed personhood amendment that sought to grant state constitutional protections to human embryos starting at conception. So the, our Supreme Court said, eh, ain't going to work. The appeal stemmed from a uh, April 30th, 2012 ruling by the Oklahoma Supreme Court, which invalidated a proposed statewide ballot initiative that aimed to define fertilized egg, a fertilized egg as a per- person. So, so all, unpack that for rights. me. So the Supreme Court said they're going to— We're not going to even look at, okay, at this. got it. Yeah, this yeah. is a crazy idea to start with. Not, according to, not according to the people I know. Uh, the Supreme Court heard also— they heard arguments in a case challenging government surveillance under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. This was filed by the American Civil Liberties Union. American Civil Liberties Union. Mm-hmm. They brought the case on behalf of lawyers, journalists, and human rights researchers who say the monitoring of overseas communications val- violates their constitutional rights. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. The U.S. government is fought for dismissal on the grounds that the plaintiffs cannot prove their communications have been monitored, but the ACLU argued that such proof is impossible to obtain since spy targets are considered secret. So how can you— That's a catch-20. Yeah. That sounds like something out of the Soviet Union, yeah. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Comrade, how, prove it. Prove it. Yeah. I mean, well, it's secret. How can you—I mean, you're, yeah. Yeah, we don't yeah. want you to do it. How's that? Uh, U.S. regulators have threatened to fine Barclays Bank about $470 million to settle claims the company manipulated electricity markets in California in order to turn a profit. You remember when that went on. Yes. So it, it, this could be the largest fine ever imposed by the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission and potentially surpasses the amount Barclays paid to settle allegations it rigged the key global interest rate. Libor. Yeah, you remember when that all went yes, on? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, a state task force created by Florida Governor Rick Scott. This is interesting. I want to get this one in. Released in preliminary recommendations on how to revamp higher education. So they released its preliminary recommendations, the proposals, and the one size, and the one size fits all way of funding universities. Mm-hmm. In other words, you pay one tuition, higher. Highly distinguished universities such as University of Florida and Florida State could charge more than others. In other words, the better ones in the university system. Mm-hmm. And, you know, think about that. Overlay that on the state of California and ask yourself what would happen. Mm-hmm. Tuition would be lower for students pursuing degrees most needed in the job market, which is crap. Wait. The idea of a higher education is education, not to supply the job market. Good point. Good point. Okay. So if you're in science, technology, engineering, and math, you can, you can pay less, hmm. which will just overflood, you know, will flood the market yeah. in a lot of people in science, technology, engineering, and math, and the, uh, the science, anthropology, performing arts, political science, uh, I mean, political science, anthropology, performing arts, psychology, they're not going to, they'll have to pay more for their education gotcha. in Florida, according to recommendations, okay. which again... Crap. Okay. The All idea right. of an education isn't to uh, to put more people in line to work right. for right. Uh, Dow Chemical. Right. Right. Good point. Excellent. And and Dow Chemical needs some people that are studying ethical concerns. Yeah, it might help if they had people actually working for them that took that into consideration and. Uh, all right. All right. All you right, want right. to hit the political thing? Yeah, well, I just was Sandy. I mean, Sandy and oh, politics Sandy. are sort of interwoven this Sandy. week, aren't they? 
I mean, it, it, oh yeah, you yeah. Know, we I can mean, go that way. You want to talk about Sandy first? Let's talk about Sandy. That's obviously the big story. Yeah, they're still discovering uh, the extent of death and devastation in New York and New Jersey, and uh, people are pretty angry there about gasoline shortages, power outages, and waits for relief supplies. The uh, subway, of course, took a hard hit. The one in Lower Manhattan still shut down. Yeah. Total killed is 98, if you're keeping score. Right. New York City, 40 people were found dead, half of them in Staten Island. They're the, uh, Staten Island is where a lot of the anger is. They're claiming they weren't paid attention to soon enough. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but Obama so far has received praise for uh, handling Sandy, and you want to talk about uh, well, I just New I will, Jersey will, Governor Chris Christie. a little bit, but right. uh, but before that, uh, in New Jersey, it's kind of an underreported story: the uh, nuclear power plant Exelon Corporation, Oyster Creek nuclear power plant, yeah. was placed on alert after rising waters threatened the cooling of the uranium fuel rods. That yeah. it came within, according to this report, Oof. came within six inches. Of flooding the pumps, which would have shut them down. Um, well, how how many inches do they have? All anyway? to, together, and that's a good question. Yeah, I, I mean, if, the, if they had eight inches and it came within six <laughs> inches, I you know yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what, what yeah, the, that's true. Yeah. And that's a good point. Um, I, I doubt. But it was there were anything. actually two plants in New Jersey that raised their I say threat level. What do they call it? Action levels uh, for safety. There are four total of four. They raced to a one, up one notch, and there was concern. I, I think it's it's probably higher than eight inches for uh, the pumps, but nonetheless, they they I, they were rising, and it was a concern, and, yeah. and uh, sort of a in a way, potentially. I hate to, this may be overstating a Fukushima situation where a loss of the ability to pump cold water water through the system. Uh-huh. Would have been a disaster. It obviously did not. And we're now, if we had it. wind power, well, there you go. I assume they would probably the propellers would all be blown down. That's but, true. But while they were in the middle of the storm, still functioning, yes, they New, would have generated so much electricity. Yeah. That, uh, New Jersey would have looked like a Roman candle for about <laughs> two hours, three hours, and then and then it would have been awful. Yeah. But then eventually, yeah. the wind. Yeah, well, they could have stored some of that yeah, energy. People would have been running out there with their with their triple uh, A batteries, you they know, plugging like, in. New uh, New Jersey looks like a sparkler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from, yeah. From fourth, uh, yeah. So uh, no. Anyway, uh, so the, and I guess Times Square <laughs> is flamed out. Uh, it, it's terrible. I guess there's still some the the numbers you're hearing different. Four to six million people still without power in yeah. New York. Yeah, and, and that's and crazy. Area. Yeah. It, uh, and uh, I, I guess about Sandy and everyone, I think, has seen the pictures, this massive over a thousand miles uh, across storm, uh, crazy. I mean, uh, the so-called perfect storm, the cold air meeting uh, a hurricane, meeting a high tide situation. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of things going on. But I think this it, and I hope that in in historic retrospect, we look back and see Sandy, see these this week and a half uh, as being even more than re-electing President Obama, that it will be a tipping point in the public's eye over taking the idea of climate change and global uh-huh. warming seriously. Yeah. I don't think anyone now uh, – Mayor well, Bloomberg came yeah, out – Did to, you see Bloomberg uh, Business Weeks? He's uh, endorsing Obama. Well, the the cover to their magazine oh, okay. said it's, it's the uh, – I think it says it's climate change stupid. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 
So I think we we're if we're not there, we're rapidly approaching the point where it's a, it's it's a given that we're dealing with climate change. Now, yeah. now what? Or global warming? Or global stupid. warming? I believe they even went so far as to actually call it what it is. Yeah, global it's warming. Global warming, stupid. So, so again, I think even more important than reelecting Barack Obama will be that hopefully will be that in the minds of the public that this is no longer um, beyond. Uh, it's beyond uh, dispute that you know they talked to the editor of Bloomberg Business Week and said, you know, it's a pretty controversial front page, or you know, it's the cover of their magazine. Right, uh, right. You know, what do you say about that? And he said, well, it's going to cause a lot of controversy, but only among stupid people. <laughs> That's what he, I thought. That was brilliant. Yeah. Oh my and speaking goodness. Speaking of, of stupid people, <laughs> yes. The former head of FEMA, Michael Brown, oh, yes, known, known for overseeing the Bush administration's response to Hurricane. Katrina, can which I, went really well, can didn't I, it? Can I yeah. inject disastrous response? Yes. By the way, yes. Uh, he, uh, he drew ridicule when he and drew ridicule. <laughs> he, he appeared to be a complete doofus. Uh, he is a complete doofus. And in light of that, he criticized President Obama for responding too quickly to uh, Sandy, comparing Sandy to the killings of uh, U.S. personnel in unbelievable. Libya. Unbelievable. Why was this so quick? He said, uh, "Unbelievable! This is like complaining that the ambulance got there too quick." Uh, you know? I just unbelievable. So, so Mike Brown took time out of judging Arabian horses. Yeah, he lifted his head long enough to say, "Why was this so quick?" Yeah, why of was all it the so people quick? in the world, yeah. to say this and to well, try and tie it to this Libyan of, thing, of being so slow in his response. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, you know, emergency actions usually aren't too quick. No, they're yeah. usually <laughs> not. Yeah. In, you know, right. and, and thank yeah. you very much, Michael Brown, <laughs> for putting this in perspective. And yeah. thank you, Michael Brown, for helping to remind us about the George Bush administration, thereby yeah. helping reelect President Barack Obama. Thank you for that. Uh, oh, my goodness. That's funny. Okay. Yeah. Now, politics. Well, yeah. We, we're moving into it anyway. I mean, we pretty much... Yeah, we're talking about how this will frame the election, essentially. Yeah. How it slowed down the campaigns for a while yeah. and refocused the campaigns. Yeah. Into Did you... actually talking about the environment. Yes, that's right. Which they didn't talk about in the debates, which I just want to throttle Barack Obama for not even yeah. mentioning global yeah. warming in the debates. By the way, just I, before you get on to the next story, did you see the, the so-called rally that – are you going to talk about George, Romney's rally – where they brought in the canned goods and and he was he he, Go suspe- ahead. he suspended his campaign. I think yeah. he was in Iowa, suspo and you know in deference and to the suffering and uh, 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 regarding uh, Sandy, we're going to get together and have a nonpartisan rally. Bring bring your canned goods, right? Yeah. Banners everywhere, people wearing the T-shirts that you know, you know, not don't elect reelect Obama. All this political trappings. And they brought in all this canned goods, and the Red Cross said, what are you doing? We need money. We don't need canned goods. And they knew this going in. It was just a farce of a, of a rally, and whatever it was intended to be. It was really a political rally. Whatever they said it was, it was, in fact, a political rally. And I th- another reason I think people are just saying, who is this guy? Who is what guy? Romney. Yeah. That he thinks that we're so stupid that we don't see that there's – that he doesn't have this, he doesn't. He, I think he lacks his empathy gene. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm getting off on a tangent here, but I don't understand anything you're saying. It seemed like a good intentioned move to collect canned goods. It was not uh, what the Red Cross needed, but it seems like a good intention. 
doesn't it? I, if you're if you're trying to supply food to people, how how is that a bad thing? Because I'm just saying, I, I, okay, it's, I'll, it's I'll just, not a bad thing. No, it, on, I'm okay, not defending on, Romney. No, on its I'm, own terms, yes, it's not yeah, a bad thing. Yeah. It's just that it was just so transparently still a political rally. It was still there were still speeches about Barack Obama being a bad president. It wasn't. Well, I think the important thing to re, to remember through all this is that Romney. Uh, was trying to ridicule President Obama for caring about global warming. There you go. And he did that just a week ago, I believe, about a week and a half ago. Yeah, and yeah. As as if someone is going to, uh, I think he said, roll back the ocean or something to yeah, that Yeah, he was mocking him yeah. for the idea that Barack could roll back the oceans, right? Yeah, and, and no one's claiming, and I don't think the president is claiming that he alone can roll back the ocean. But if, if people in the world unite over... In listening to what scientists, the overwhelming majority of scientists are saying about uh, what's happening to the world and just looking at the reports coming in that we read every week about yeah. about the Arctic melting ice caps at the lowest levels ever, that, you know, even the snow levels are going down, yeah. sea levels are rising, people are preparing for a catastrophe, and yet a, a man running to lead the free world is denying that this is even a concern and that there's nothing we can do about it. And by the way, there's an element to this Sandy story, which isn't, hasn't been talked about a lot, but will start coming up more and more. And that mm-hmm. is that sea levels have actually risen somewhere around eight inches yeah. already, uh-huh. right? So this contributed to the surge. It's a, I've heard as much as a foot uh, the sea levels have risen. So in addition to the surge and the, the, all the other stuff, the, the, the rise in the sea levels are now beginning to really, truly impact mm-hmm. the most important city in America, certainly one of the most important si- uh, metropolitan areas in the world. Uh, so if that isn't a wake-up call. All right. A blimp reading America needs Romney deflated after making the emergency landing. Uh, in ride from Boca Raton. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of nice. That Deflate. Nice. It's a nice image. Yeah. Da, 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 da. What about? In conversation with an editor of Rolling Stone mm-hmm. magazine, mm-hmm. Obama said that children between the ages of 6 and 12 wouldn't vote for Romney because they sense when someone is a bull <laughs> sitter. I think he yeah, said sitter. Yeah, sitter. Yes. Bull sitter. He's, he's a guy who sits around with bulls. Yeah. Yeah. David Stern said that Barack Obama is not as good as he thinks he is at basketball. That would be the commissioner. Oh, uh-huh. well, that's just yeah, that's not just as good kinda, as he thinks he is. Just it, that's God's just sake. that's churlish. Hey, David, let's go one on one. Yeah, you and Barack Obama, <laughs> yeah, that's right. commissioner of basketball. That's right. What a doofus! It's yeah, that's Jesus. just being. Romney advisor John Sununu suggested that former Secretary of State Colin Powell, a Republican, had endorsed Obama for president because the two men are black. Yeah. And former Powell aide, Lawrence Wilkerson, said, my party, meaning the Republican Party, is full of racists. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Sununu also said that Barack Obama was lazy. Uh And he also said (laughs) he also said that he was uh, he was not that bright. Uh This is. I mean, you can say a lot of things about Barack Obama. I mean, you can. can, There's a lot of fair criticism. Nasty stuff. But just, I mean, yeah, we, and what what word comes to mind? You know, when you're talking the sort of racist uh, dog whistle racism to call an African American lazy is 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 among. It's got to be right in the top two or three and things. Stupid. And yeah. stupid. Yeah. Lazy and stupid. Yeah. Are if that isn't <laughs> that's not racist? I I have not heard any. 
Well, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. Apparently, in, in Florida, they have a uh, high-stakes political contest. Uh, it involves the most determined effort to ever to defeat re-election bids of three members of the state Supreme Court. Where is this? In Florida. A I'm loosely sure organized right internet campaign yeah. against the court two years ago has been fortified by the conservative group yeah. Americans for Prosperity, funded have. by billionaire activists Charles and David Koch. Coke. Coke, sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. The Republican Party of Florida has decided to oppose all three justices. And that's an unprecedented move in uh, nonpartisan vote. Those justices are. They've been doing this yeah. in the documentary Hot Coffee. They did the same thing, I believe. I want to say it was Alabama or Mississippi. They okay. did the same thing. Same guys. That's what they're doing. They're not spending all their money on state and federal races. They're spending it on on uh, shifting, changing the Supreme Courts throughout the United States, all in these different – so that's something to watch. The owners of Penguin and Random House agreed to a merger that would create the world's largest book publishing company. Oh, Penguin. Penguin and, and Random House. Okay. That's an interesting move there. Yeah. We shall see where that goes. And finally. Yeah. Just r- real quick. Okay. You thank you. There? Thank you, Governor Christie, for helping to reelect Barack Obama. And thank you, Mitt Romney, for coming out last month against uh, uh, FEMA and moving it to the states. Thank you for yeah. those two things. That may against have, FEMA. I, I don't know where we'd be without FEMA right now. I am now. so glad that Mitt Romney finally took a stand on something. Yeah. And then the other thing you meant with uh, mentioned with Chris Christie was uh, pretty remarkable. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, let's not. I mean, let's not go crazy here. Chris Christie is still a Republican, conservative Republican, who yeah. will defend his positions on the things that he believes in. But he he's he's smart enough. He's man enough, if you will, to say, you know what, this is about governance. This is about getting people what they need. And I applaud him for that. Maybe not all his views, but I think he did a wonderful thing there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And didn't hurt that he said Barack Obama was doing an outstanding job, by the Uh way. (laughs) And finally, after a study showed that the anuses of priapus caltidid penis worms, (laughs) you know about those penis worms, I I know everything you need to know about that. That their anus may develop before their mouths. (laughs) Biologists expressed concern that the largest animal group, which mm-hmm. this uh, mm-hmm. penis worm is a member of, mm-hmm. the protostomia, mm-hmm. which is also means protostomia mm-hmm. would mean mouth first. Mm. They were concerned that the, that group would have to be renamed. <laughs>